Welcome to Mountain Mama's Misadventures. Stories of mishap and adventure from women adventurers. Every woman has a story she can share, from the zany to the inspirational. Brought to you by Mountain Mamas, a nonprofit women's adventure organization. Women empowered women to adventure. My name is Emily Hackett. And I'm Deborah Moore. We are your hosts. And today for episode 24, we have Heather Nelson. Hi. She's an awesome, <laughs> awesome friend of mine. And super, super amazing. Love this woman. So... <laughs> So, she is living in West Valley City, Utah right now. Three boys, three girls, ages from 16 all the way down to seven. Um, Thank you. I made them myself. (laughs) Yes, mom. I approve. So, she works for the government and also homeschools, which... It's amazing. Yay, homeschool power. (laughs) Lots of adventures. Yes. And then the funny um, thing that she wanted to share was that she can sunburn through her clothes. Yes, I am a really, really big ginger. And I I have sunburned through car windows. I wore a sweater outside to do yard work and I could feel my arms burning and I'm like, no, you're just, you're just imagining it. And I took it off and I was like, son of a, oh, the love of corn. Like, <laughs> so I have to wait till it's dark outside to do lawn work. So. Oh my word. Yeah, my, neighbor, my neighbors are patient. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Out with the mower lawn. Right. Aww. <laughs> oh, oh, I love it. She had a fun story that she wanted to share because... Although Heather is in West Valley right now. She's lived many, many places. Yep, yep. I've moved. By the time I was 21, I think I'd moved 19 times. So, Oh, my yeah. heck. Yeah. <laughs> it was mostly for my dad's truck driving job or hospitals for my brother. But we like to say we were in the mafia running from, you know, assassins. Something like that. You know? Something yeah. fun. Something yeah, cool. Yeah, there was no way they could prove we weren't. The internet wasn't there. <laughs> I know. <It's> true. <laughs> I feel like that's just what you'd say if you didn't want people to... You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. That could be the, sometimes the truth. You're like, they'll never believe the actual truth. Exactly. If you say it enough tongue-in-cheek, they'll laugh it off and then ha-ha-ha, and then move on. <laughs> exactly. I love it. I love it so much. Exactly. All right, so one of the stories that she wanted to share, the one that she wanted to share today, involves summer camp in Georgia. <laughs> yes. Okay, so I lived in Georgia from the time I was 8 to the time I was 12, and it is a beautiful area. It's... It's so beautiful that just the trees and everything is so green. There's so many bugs that want to kill you. <laughs> like, I swear, the closer you get to the equator, the the more the bugs resemble X-Men. Like, I don't even, I don't even understand it. <laughs> like, ants the size of sand or bees that bore through wood. Like, ants that fly. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. The heck out. Nope. <laughs> But I did, I did love living there, um, and I love to explore a lot because, you know, back in the good old days, you know, we could just go out exploring and not have to tell our parents, you know, GPS coordinates of everywhere we were going to be, you know? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. So I remember, you know, getting on my bike and just, you know, riding off and getting lost on purpose to find my way back, you know, and, and just digging in the dirt, which was red clay, and my mom hated it because it was always staining our clothes, just awful. Mm-hmm. But um, when I was 12, I went to a camp for our church and I brought along a friend and we got there and it was just beautiful. I mean, in summer, it is so like swampy, so humid, right? You walk outside and you feel like you can't take a breath. It's so humid. 
but it was just so beautiful and there's fireflies and and crickets and a bunch of other bugs I don't know the names of and it was just <laughs> just beautiful <laughs> and we got there and we set up our tents and so because it was like a church camp, I assumed that it was going to be very sedate. Everyone was going to be very nice. And, um, but there was a ton of pranks, like a ton. <laughs> um, I found a, a way of using my diary lock to like lock my tent shut so people wouldn't steal my underwear and, you know, draw, <laughs> draw on my face and stuff. Ugh. Which succeeded until the last night when, um... They got through the stupid lock and they used oil pastels to draw on our face in our sleep. Oh, those things oh, are the worst. Oh my gosh, could not get it off. And at first, wait, wait, I gotta back up. Like, <laughs> what is this journal lock? Like, is it one of the little Like, little... you know the little diaries that has the little padlock that like makes it... you feel like your secrets are secure for real? Um, <laughs> like, one like good like pin can pop. Long, like yeah, a... yeah. So we bring all like the, the zippers together in the middle oh, and it. lock it. <laughs> that's a, I'm glad that's so cool. It worked. <laughs> it did until the last night. <laughs> Curse I... the cheap metal. <laughs> Who was doing all these pranks? Was like the older girls um, or the leaders both. or the younger Both. <laughs> and the pastel was the leaders <laughs> and I was I was shocked shocked that like the leaders were doing this but it was kind of good in hindsight that they got us on the last night because people were starting to wonder why like stuff wasn't happening to us me and my friend that was happening to everybody else and I ain't getting blamed for that yeah no uh, you didn't no. want to it was like you were the one causing all the exactly pranks. I didn't yeah. Yeah, so it was kind of good that that one got us um but you know I wanted to go and just play. I wanted to walk through the woods. I wanted to dig in the dirt. We were making these little boats out of like bark and then candles and floating them down the river. I worked real hard on mine. I'm like, can I just keep it? And they're like, no, you have to put it in because that's the activity we're doing. And I've always hated like teachers who just won't let their idea be a jumping off point for you. You know what I mean? Like, let me create my own thing. So I do try to do that. Deborah and I do Girl Scouts together, which is an adventure uh, all yeah. by itself. <laughs> it is, it is. And, uh, and and as you know, anytime we do crafts or anything involving mm -hmm. art, it's. I've actually had to learn how to come up with rules for it because mm -hmm. I'm the same way. I'm like, I'm like, here's these, like, here's all these art supplies. Here's a general idea. All right, now wherever the wind may take you. Yes. <laughs> um, but I had a few few girls have full on like not panic attacks were pretty close because they just didn't know what to do yeah and so then I learned I was like okay I need to have like here's what you do step one two three four but if you don't want to do that yeah yeah so that you can work with both personality types yes, yes. the hippies and the and the you know rule followers <laughs> I'm not so much with that one <laughs> <laughs> so um one of the crazy things that happened with the pranks was I was sitting at a picnic table at night reading my scriptures I had just put on shoes with my pajamas because I was just like oh it's about to be bedtime so I'm all by myself in the camp which should have been a red flag all by itself and then all of a sudden in the dark from behind me somebody puts their hands over my eyes and my mouth and drags me out of the camp Ooh. and I was like in Atlanta, there are some rough areas, uh -huh. and I came from a somewhat rougher area, and I did not immediately think, oh, it must be my camp sisters, um, <laughs> you know, and I was grabbed and blindfolded and forced to walk through the woods, and then when we got to this clearing, it was all of the last year girls, the ones that were leaving after this. Mm -hmm. And they started making fun of me, like making fun of the fact that I wasn't wearing socks. And I'm like, fool, you pulled me out of the camp. <laughs> like, and then they made us um, run through the woods away from them while they chased us with like 
And like you're still blindfolded? Or? Um, they took the blindfold oh, off. <laughs> and then they, they just set us loose, but we didn't know where we were. And we just had to run and try and find our way to the main pavilion. And they were hidden all along the way with like, oh, like water guns, water balloons, rubber band guns, like That's shooting us as we went. That's and crazy. oh my gosh, I was just like, this is not very Christ-like, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I had just about enough of these people. <laughs> Was it part of an activity or were they just being mean? It was just or? hazing. It was like the oh, leaders didn't man. do it, but they let it happen, you uh-huh. know? And I was like, you know. Oh, that is so not cool. No, right? it's way not cool. <laughs> right? Right? Oh, like you laugh about it later looking back. But at the time I was just like, you guys are terrible. That's traumatizing. <laughs> right? That is awful. Yeah. Right. And But like as a kid, sometimes you don't even think to tell grownups that stuff like that happens. You know what I mean? Like how many things in movies and TV shows could just be solved if the person, the main character would just like. Tell an adult, like, hey, uh-huh. by the way, like, <laughs> they'd be really short movies, but way less annoying. No, it's, no, it's, it's so, so true. And, and yeah, like you said, you don't think, well, because there's so many things that as a kid, you just have learned to just accept this yeah. is just the way like, it is. Like bullying or the superiority of older kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And especially like when we were growing up, um, I don't know how it was in your elementary, but I remember in mine. Our mom was much better about, like, if we were being bullied, like, she would do something. But mm-hmm. the school, I totally remember basically being told once, well, if you weren't so weird, people would stop picking oh, up. My oh, my gosh. Yes. 100%. Because I was explaining something where, like, because um, I didn't want to go to recess if my best friend wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Because, like, otherwise. Safety in people, numbers, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, these people would pick on me and, you know, and, and you know, and just make fun of me mm-hmm. and, and whatnot. And, yeah, they were just like well, what do you, what do you do when you're out there? And I was just like, well, what does it matter? But I was just like, well, sometimes. Evade. sometimes you know, right? Yeah. I know. And I was like, well, sometimes I look for like, um, praying mantises cause I love insects and, mm-hmm. and this and that. And they were like, Hmm, have you ever thought of maybe like playing with the other kids who don't get teased? No, and they're maybe, And I'm like, well, they, like, if they would have invited me, then I would have already hung out. <laughs> right? I know. But, but also, but yeah. And then I mentioned a game that my friend and I played and the counselor though was like huh yeah no like that's probably why why don't you try and play a normal game oh (laughs) Oh my my gosh oh my gosh no seriously (laughs) that is so yeah I remember even at church and stuff being told like well if you had better social skills then they wouldn't bully you so much and I'm like maybe the person with the worst social skills is like the one who thinks torturing other people makes them better Uh, yeah I'm just gonna say amen weird clothes is not the same as harming people but you know (laughs) yeah you're the the grown-up Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, yeah. With so, fingers. No. So I can totally, yeah, I can totally empathize and understand why, like you said, that you wouldn't have, wouldn't have said mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. Well, and one of the craziest things that happened at that camp um, that I also didn't tell the grownups because I didn't quite understand what happened is I almost <laughs> died. Um, there was a lake um, and there was like... Um, you know, like that that line that they put in pools that has like the floaties on it, you know, and it can create like a lane or whatever. Oh, like it creates the barrier. Yeah, and that okay. was the barrier if you if you couldn't swim. But then there was a swim test where two of like the 18-year-old girls, they were out with like those life-saving orange floaty things, you know, that you kind of hold on to. Yeah, and they would wait a certain amount out. And if you wanted to, you had to swim out to them and back to prove that you could swim and then you could swim anywhere. But the only problem was there was no adult monitoring the test. So there was no metering the girls of how many were going at a time. Nobody knew who had gone. What? And the girls only had the floaty that held them. 
right? Nowhere for you to stop when you got there. Uh-huh. So I'm like, well, I can swim. Never had a swimming lesson in my life, but I could doggy paddle in my grandma's pool. So, <laughs> you know, this is totally going to work well. So I start out and um, as I was going, I, I just felt like I was getting tired, right? And it was getting harder to take a breath. And it was getting harder to lift my arms and my chest was starting to feel tight. But I just thought, well, I'm tired. And I barely got to the girls and I started to cling on to the orange thing. And I was like, okay, I just need to rest a minute. And they're like, no, there's two girls coming. You've got to get off and go. Like, we can't hold you all. So you need to go. No. And I'm like, okay. So I push off. And as I'm going away from them, like, it started to feel like my arms were like held down to my sides. Like I couldn't lift them. And my rib cage was like stuck and it wouldn't expand anymore. And I was... I would try to keep coming up, but I was getting lower and lower to where the water was just like all around my face. And on the last time that I could kind of come up and I wasn't going to be able to come up again, and I couldn't yell because uh-huh. my chest felt so tight. Uh-huh. I could not say anything. And a girl goes past and I just kind of go, help. And she looks at me. She's like, are you serious? And I'm like, like you know, and she kind of picked me up and drug me back there. But oh nobody told the grown up, right? Right. You're like, I was nearly drowned. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I thought drowning was like the loud splashing thing. But when I was in my mid 20s, my dad read me this article on what drowning's really like and the steps of drowning and how it can happen right next to a parent because it's quiet so often uh-huh. that only movie drowning is loud. Mm-hmm. And as he read the signs, I'm like, I was at like the last one, dude. Um <laughs> I nearly Okay, died. that's uh, that's good to know. And nobody would have known where I was, uh-huh. you know. And yeah, no one was monitoring. Yeah, nobody was monitoring. And I didn't even have, like, a buddy on the test or anything. So literally no one would have known. Oh. <laughs> and, oh. So I, I feel like with Girl Scouts, we try to plan things just a tad bit more safely. Oh, my goodness, so much <laughs> just more. Just a tad. Well, that's why there's so much paperwork. I hate yes. the paperwork, but I do like the same. Actually, and as I'm sure you know. If we do an activity near water at all, I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, like each parent is coming. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Because, yeah, because a one, like, you know, when you have, well, like well we have, girls. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and, and we've had that many, like just even, it doesn't matter. I have a lot of cold, it doesn't matter. Like, it's just, it's too many kids to be watching yes. and it's so easy for somebody just, like you said. Slip through the, cl- the cracks. Slip through yeah. the cracks. So yeah. easy for them to drown and I don't mm-hmm. play around with water no. at all in that. Yeah regard so yeah whether we're going to a water park or there's a big lake whatever I'm just like okay like if your girl wants to come that's awesome a guardian is coming too yes yes absolutely absolutely so I want to know like what are the steps of drowning that you were like well that that sometimes you don't realize that you're getting tired right you're Mm -hmm. just swimming and you start to get tired and you start to get tired but then as as you start to get closer to to drowning inhaling becomes more difficult your muscles start to seize up and start to not work as well at your extremities and so you can't lift your hands up you can't thrash Mm -hmm. you just get like more and more almost paralyzed and because Mm -hmm. your chest can't move you can't you can't call for help Mm -hmm. and so there are people who've had someone drown right next to them you know and just it's not like what you think it's going to be like Mm -hmm. so it's like with my kids, it's it's to the point where, oh, we're going to go jump in the rain puddles, mom. All right, life jackets. Like- <laughs> <laughs> I know. So, I mean, so as a mom, like, what do you do when you go to a bot? I'm just thinking, like, we're going in the summer. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to have kids mm-hmm. out. Like, what are some tips that you, like. That we do? Yeah, so, that you do with your kids so to keep them safe. First thing we do is we do swimming lessons, like, at our mm-hmm. local rec center. 
Um, and they have them in the school year. They have them, you know, um, during the summer and they'll have them during the day. And since I homeschool, we can go during the day, but Mm -hmm. a lot of little kids do that. And they just have to get to a certain point to where they're competent, you know, in the water and they don't panic. Um, another thing is the buddy system, you know, make sure that no kid is alone when we're, when we're doing water. And if they're smaller children, each one has an adult assigned to them who knows that that child is assigned to them. <laughs> yes, this is Yeah, yeah. Like, they need to know that that's their job. And, you know, because that way no one grown-up is trying to watch everybody. Um, and then one thing about, like, pools and stuff, like, if you have a pool, is just to make sure that you keep it locked really, really securely. There's lots of tips online on how to keep them safe, but I don't know. I, pools at my house kind of freak me out. Just a yeah. tad. Just a tad. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So my husband, he grew up going to Lake Powell and Mm -hmm. doing um, water skiing and all of this. And I just didn't. But so I remember when we first got married, that was one of the things he really wanted to pool in the backyard Mm -hmm, and all of this. mm -hmm. And I was just like, oh, like, I don't I don't know if I can do that unless we have like an eight foot wall. Yes, because it's just it's so, so fast. It is. And, you know, and I'm not saying that you can, but. And like you said, there are ways to keep it. There is. But for me and my peace of mind, I was just like, I can't. Yeah. I can't have something like that. And, you know, and and this coming from the same person who, like, like for me, where my kids are jumping off of the stairs towards, like, tables that could probably. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. so, so I'm not exactly, like, but water, it's just there's certain things that I'm definitely more um, cautious yeah. about. And yeah. then, then other, th- yeah. other things where I'm just like, eh. Learn. Yeah, at the worst, you get a cast for the summer, but with swimming, it's a little different. Yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, and another thing is, you know, life jackets and stuff, it's kind of like helmets. I'm like, I don't care if your friend wears a helmet, dude. Like, I don't care if they, they don't think it's cool. Brain damage isn't cool. Put it on, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, you know, and just kind of make our them family, aware. Yeah, our family, this is what we do. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. They're in charge of their <clears throat> kids, hopefully, <laughs> apparently, and I'm in charge of you. <laughs> But my kids tend to, they tend to understand. My youngest, Emmett, is the one who's like, jump off the roof. Excellent idea. <laughs> you know, he just feels like he's strong and immortal and stuff. So I got to kind of watch him more. But, <laughs> and also, I feel like little boys, when they get together, dumb ideas sound way cooler. Like, the more boys there are in a group, the closer you are to jumping off the roof. Like, <laughs> Yeah, like, it's like, a, it's this exponential yes, synergistic experience. It like, is. Like, one kid could actually be like, like, like they could make a little bit of trouble, but mostly they're pretty, pretty yeah. careful. The other kid also, same thing, like, like maybe a little bit of trouble, but you add them together and it's this other entity they yes, create. This that is like, <laughs> like, um, yeah, all yes. of a sudden they're doing things like covering the walls in Crisco or whatever. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I love to decorate cookies and stuff. And I had hundreds of dollars of sprinkles. Don't tell my husband. And... <laughs> Um, my daughter and her cousin love to hide in the cupboards, you know, cause they were little and that's so fun. So I hear them in my pots and pans cupboard, whatever. But then they're like, mom, look what we did. And they're holding like a, a two handled pot full of all my sprinkles, all of them. And then they took a can of like meringue powder, dumped it in there just to make sure you couldn't use any of the sprinkles. And then they were eating that mixture with a, with a wooden spoon. Just eating it. I was like, murder is illegal. Murder is illegal. <laughs> I feel like that's something you're just going to be like, I got to take a picture. It's so bad. I got to take a picture. (laughs) My future self will want to see this. (laughs) (laughs) And remind myself that I let you live. Oh, so true. Oh, Oh, gosh. 
horrible. <laughs> like, it was the wild west of times. <laughs> yeah, it really was. Like, yeah. Just, and then, oh, and then you had a little bit more you wanted to... Sorry, we digressed from your original story, but let's get you back to Georgia. Oh, okay. All right. I feel a country song coming on. But, um, so one other thing I did in Georgia was I um, took a flight lesson. I was 12 years old, and my dad drove me out to this little airport and asked if... I could fly a plane. And they said yes. And so I got in one of these little planes. Right? So I got in one of these little planes. My dad was in the back and then there was me and then like the driver. It was like airbound driver's ed, you know? And so he's there, I'm there, and he's like, So do you want to take off? And I'm like, Well, I hope we do, but I don't know that I want to be in charge of it. Uh And so he helped me to do the takeoff and then then I flew. I flew the plane all over the place and then he helped me to land because I was just really nervous. I'm like, I don't know how to do this. I remember that like, being a really hard thing to land. Yeah, right? <laughs> and and, and it's crucial to get right. Yeah, yes. <laughs> but none of my friends believed me. I tried to tell them, you know, that I had flown and they just thought that I was just this giant liar, you know, because who would let a 12-year-old fly a plane? And right. I'm like, I don't know, cool people like it. <laughs> that is so crazy. <laughs> right? Oh, and then I think the last thing from Georgia that is like really funny is I got a real dislike for the smell and taste of beer because in the summer it's super hot there, like super hot. And I was riding a bike, kind of like a big wheel. So you're low down to the ground, right? And you're riding along and crushing little things in your path as you go. And I saw an old can in the gutter um, and, and I was like, oh, I'm going to run that over. And I ran it over. Turns out it was full of like week old rancid 115 degree beer and it sprayed my whole face and my whole outfit and it just oh oh my and ever since then like just that smell and just like nah nah nope nope designated driver all the way because no thanks <laughs> oh it was awful it's probably the best object lesson <laughs> I had something similar happen like we used to have apartments my dad used to own these really seedy apartments and he'd pay <laughs> yeah. us a penny to pick up cigarette butts I don't know if you remember this Debbie but I was like he paid you <laughs> 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 well, well I, I don't know I, I don't because I definitely cleaned some stuff but not as much as mm-hmm. you guys did mm-hmm. and I didn't come across as many crazy things urine people <laughs> yeah oh gosh SWAT teams yeah oh gosh. I, I was just like I was just thinking like that reminds me of like picking up all the little cigarette butts and then when I was little yeah I was like you'd pick up like other things that weren't cigarette butts and you're oh, like yes. yes like watch oh, out watch out yes. watch out yeah it was a seedy apartment complex yes. it was he probably sold it for many reasons. He said it was financial, but I'm sure I'm like, oh, I learned. We learned I'm a lot so... of good survival skills. And that's a whole other episode. first aid, tetanus. <laughs> no, it's it's, it's how so to call true. the cops. We learned how to call the cops. My mom was like, ooh, that one car. Like she she'd see a car driving in the apartment complex and be like, get the license plate on that car. Get the license plate. Where's my phone? Where's my phone? I need to call. We've been waiting for them forever, and then and, we're gonna get them. And we're gonna call and, the SWAT and, team. And, and you must have been like, what, like. Eight? Seven or no. eight? <laughs> no, for real. For real. Like, like, okay, mom. All right. I'll get the phone. All right. I'm watching them. Okay. Anyway. Too many crazies. Yeah. I love it. That's, that's, I love yeah. it. Yeah. Because I would, that's why I said, like, because I would have been four. And they, they, dad might have been concerned that I would just try and eat them. But, <laughs> oh my but, gosh, but, right? but then I would have quickly learned, don't do You're, that. Right? Right? Don't Another great object lesson. <laughs> I feel that's right. <laughs> 
Oh, well, you are so, so funny and just a delight. So thank you so much for sharing those fun stories and crazy stories <laughs> from Georgia. <laughs> I mean, I'm very jealous about the flight. That's amazing. Right? <laughs> we all are. It's <laughs> And to hear more fun, inspiring stories from women like Heather, please check out the subscribe button and you can get them directly to your phone or device every week and help us empower more women to adventure by adding a five-star rating and share us and all that jazz. And it makes it easier for the other ladies in the world to find us and share um, the podcast. And then we're also found online at mountainmamas.org. We have a website, so mtmamas.org. And make sure you do MT because there is another one that's similar. So mtmamas, like Emily said, .org. And then that is it for today's adventure. Join us next time. And as always, remember, a woman's place is in the mountains.